0: As has been mentioned many times right here from this member as well as we have read and heard on so many different occasions that many of the muhaddithun, many scholars, when they begin their respective works, they always begin, not always, I would rephrase that, as many times begin their books with the hadith of the importance of niyyah, starting right from Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah Ali, in his sahih Innamal amalu Verily The actions are based upon intentions Wa And everyone will receive that which they intended So this is the first thing To have the Niya. In a chronological manner as well When we look at an action There is a beginning of the amal There is a middle of the amal There is an the end of the amal And the niyat precedes the amal a person makes the niyyah first and then he does the amal if a person performs an amal without the niyyah then there is no amal in, in many cases there are different types of niyyah so the niyyah proceeds and to have that level of sincerity in the amal which is desired by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the flip side it is perhaps one of the last things that a person after a lifelong effort lifetime of effort may hope to achieve because it is so easy for the niyyah to slip it is so easy for the niyyah to change and reaching that level of ikhlas which is desired by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very difficult indeed and likewise when it comes to the niyyah Rasulullah said this is the first thing which should be uplifted from them so it's the first thing that you need to make an effort on, first thing to start an effort, first thing, uh, last thing that we may hope to achieve. It's also the first thing which is uplifted from the ummah. Rasulullah wasallam. it comes in, in a narration that in <coughs> to the effect, the first thing you will see uplifted from the ummah is a khlas, such that you will have an entire gathering. May Allah protect us from being in the gathering where not a single person is sincere. <laughs> so, Definitely, we need to focus on this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَقَدِمْنَا إِلَىٰ مَا عَمِلُوا مِنْ عَمَلٍ There are those who are bringing mountains of good deeds, فجعل له هَبَاءٌ But it will be turned into dust. And when it's turned into dust, what that signifies? That signifies that it will not have weight in the scales of justice, as the weight of dust is negligible. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, on the day of judgment, it will be weighing the deeds. One of the Allah will establish the scales of justice. So, on the scales of justice, this deed will have no weight. The amal done without ikhlas. Rasulullah said to Mu'adh bin Jabal, Ya Mu'adh, أخلص دينك يكفيك العمل al That, O Mu'adh, create sincerity in your actions, and a little bit of amal will be sufficient for your salvation. Al-amalul Even though the amal in a quantifiable sense is less al But the weight of it is so much that it will be sufficient for you Yakfika Sufficient for your salvation Sufficient to uh, save you from the horrors of the day of judgment Sufficient for crossing the Sirat Sufficient for entrance into Jannah Sufficient for deliverance from the fire of Jahannam. So this is something that we have to keep on reminding ourselves that how far are we from that sincerity. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said مَنْ صَلَّى يُرَائِي فَقَدْ Ashraqa. Whoever performs Salah to show others, including himself, one is to show others is Riyah, one is to show yourself is عجب. That means a person is uh, assured of his own piety, regards himself to be so pure, holier than thou attitude. مَنْ صَلَّى whoever performs salah to show other than Allah فَقَدْ أَشْرَكَ has committed a act of shirk shirk, uh, there is the, uh, the akbar and there is shirk, this is a minor shirk وَمَنْ sama yura'i فَقَدْ أَشْرَكَ whoever fasts to show others has committed shirk with respect to fasting in the month of Ramadan, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said رُبَّ صَائِمٍ لَيْسَ لَهُ مِن صَيَامِهِ إِلَّا how many people there are that are fasting and the only thing they get from their fast is hunger and thirst <laughs> And how many are those who are standing in Ibad in the night, the only thing they get is uh, exhaustion and, rem- and the tiredness. Sahar, staying awake at night, ta'ab, tiredness. So we have to keep on reminding ourselves Whatever we are doing, we are doing only for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Going to the statement that I wanted to share from Ibn Atayil Askandari rahmatullah alayhi. He says that (coughs) استشرافك أن يعلم الخلق بخصوصيتك دليل على عدم صدقك في عبوديتك استشرافك One is a person, he asks something with his tongue, that is a سؤال باللسان, a person he asks that um, He sees someone Has a lot of food And beautiful meal And, and he may be hungry So if he begs him and Says give me some food That is fual That is asking And second is that A person does not ask With his tongue But he has a desire In his heart That I wish he would Share his meal with me And I wish he would say Oh come join me Right. So that is called Istishraf or Istishraf of the nafs So Istishrafuka Ibn Ata'illah In his Kitab Al-Hikam he, he writes That You're desiring In the heart You know When is a person uh, Says that Okay This amal Is lacking Ikhlas Because from the get-go The whole plan Is to show off The whole plan Is to Receive a plaque And receive An honorable mention And Na'udhu Billah From beginning till end There's no Remembrance of Allah Ta'ala Whatsoever Or it's uh, actively he's doing the amal for fame, for power, for influence Right? The fact that that is off the spectrum And that is rejected And that will be turned to dust Should be self-evident But over here he's speaking About a level of riyah uh, That may escape under the radar And it may not be diagnosed so it is a more subtle form of Riyah he is speaking about. He says here, The fact that from your, in your heart you have this desire. What desire do a person has? That the creation, and the people, and, and us, the human beings, others, that they should know, just the fact that they should know about a special attribute special gift special blessing special tawfiq that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted you the ability to do a specific good deed the fact that you have the desire that they know about this dalilun this in of itself is an evidence it's an evidence it is a, a symptom it is a such a strong symptom that it will indicate without a shadow of a doubt what does it indicate على عدم صدقك that you are not true and you are not sincere في in your worship of Allah استشرافك أن يعلم الخلق بخصوصيتك دليل على عدم صدقك في the fact that you desire from the bottom of your heart you have this burning desire or wish that the people should know just the fact that I wish they knew uh, of the khususiyah, the specific gift Allah has given me, this is a dalil and evidence that you are not sincere in your in your servanthood, in your slavehood to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, all of us should make a muhasabah and um, check our intentions. Uh, are we at this level or even now billah beyond? Because when is you take active measures uh, to ensure that people hear or people see? Uh, Over here in this case the person is not taking active steps in that regard. Perhaps his amal is concealed. As has been mentioned by the salaf that the righteous individuals, the the true muhlisoon, they hide their own good deeds and they're more concerned about concealing them than the sinners are with respect to concealing their sins. So the sinners, and we must unfortunately add this condition, the sinners of the past, the sinners in a moral era, the sinners when they would not be flaunting it and exposing themselves on social media, their sins. That individual who commits a sin and then himself exposes uh, is a mujahir, with a ra, from Jahr, not a Mujahid, mujahir Rasulullah said that really Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, will forgive the sinner, uh, then the Sahaba said, Wa who is a mujahir? Then Rasulullah said the mujahir is the one uh, who commits sins and Allah Wa Ta-A'la himself um, has no Allah subhanahu Wa Ta-A'la has covered his sins and but then he himself goes out of his way to expose it and let and inform the world. Right. So the way the sinners uh in a moral society they hide their sins, try to conceal their sins. <coughs> the believers the مُخْلِثُون the sincere ones they even more so they conceal their good deeds Hatta la until the left hand does not know what the right hand has given in the path of Allah may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the reality of that <coughs> so over here he's saying that um, just having the desire in, in itself is the uh, uh, end of the game is over then the ikhlas is gone and desire that people would know be why does he use the word khususiyya is because there are different types of good deeds that we do they are the good deeds which um, are it's, uh, subjective and in, in relative to a particular society that are well known common and everyone alhamdulillah uh, is engaged in those good deeds to a certain extent um, and then there are good deeds that are beyond that that are gifts from allah subhanahu wa taala so we have mashallah students sitting here so imagine if you you know we just finished the exams so not cheating is a is a good deed but i pray and i hope i am correct in assuming that this is a very common good deed the majority if not all uh, do not cheat so if you have this burning desire in your heart that I wish uh, everyone knew that I did not cheat on my exam. I wish the people, I'm praying salah and the guy on my right and the guy on my left is some random musalli, uh, I wish he knew that I did not cheat on my exam. Right. So if you pr- this is very unlikely. So that's why he didn't say <laughs> The fact that you have a desire that people know about your amal. Because that's an amal too. Not cheating, despite having the urge to cheat, is an amal. But he didn't say that. He said, بِخُصُوسِيَّتِكَ the, the reason he chose this word, بِخُصُوسِيَّتِكَ is two reasons. One, from the perspective of the meaning which I'm covering. One is pr- from the perspective of the word itself. The love is very easy. He uses the word, بِخُصُوسِيَّتِكَ because it is on the same scale of, بِعُبُودِيَّتِكَ to add the beauty to the words, when Allah is Jamilun Yuhabul Jamal, Allah is beautiful and He loves beauty. So, if He said bi ibadatik or bi taatik, then it would not rhyme. Frankly, would be 'ubudiyatik. So, 'hususiyatun' and 'ubudiyatun' they are on the same was on the same scale. They rhyme, and that is the ending of the first line and the ending of the second line. Is istirafuk an yalam al khulu bi 'hususiyatik dalilun 'ala adham istiqkafi 'ubudiyatik. So that is why he chose that word. Second, to maintain that, qafiyah, the ending. But meaning-wise, means that, what is a khasiyah? Khasiyatu al ma yujadu fihi wa la yujadu fi The khasiyah something specific, is that gift which Allah has given you and may not have given others. So um, not given others, meaning in this, going back to the same exam, I pray and I hope that the entire class, the entire school has not cheated. right? But uh, it is, at the end of the day, only one individual who came first place, unless there are people who tied. Uh, um, it depends on how many decimal points you want to go. <laughs> right. we, um, if you just average it out, then you, know, you end up with a tie, right? So besides the tying situation, there is going to be one person who is first place. That's the khususiyah. So, if a person has this desire, I wish, you know, I'm just praying here. Person next to me, he thinks I'm a random student or I'm just a random person. If lo ya'lam, if he but knew, if he but knew that he's praying, you know, next to the person who came first place, why, why do you have this desire that he knows? It's When did you go around wearing a t shirt? I am the first place student, all right? So you have those bumper stickers, "Proud Father of an Honorable Student." Over here, it's, uh, I am, proud, right, or I'm thankful to Allah that I'm, you know, you're announcing it. So that is, that's that's obviously worse. But even having the desire that people should know. This means that the efforts are, are are vain, are, are will not be rewarding. This is the that a person is not true in his ibadah. So this is something very alarming this is something that is very uh, scary and this is a wake-up call for myself and for all of us that let us review our intentions let us ensure that we have no other intention besides seeking the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. only thing we are seeking is the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we have no consideration of what the, what the creation thinks, whether they're happy about it, or whether they're sad about it. The one other thing to note here is that if it is supposed to be so secret, then we have to ensure that we don't fall into this another trap where we think uh, that um, we end up becoming negligent in those a'mal and those acts of worship which have been legislated, by Rasulullah and established by his sunnah to be done in a collective manner. So, if a person thinks that, you know, when I go for Hajj, everyone is going to see me, so I'll, I'll go for Hajj in Jumadul Ukhra, right? Random. Or Rabiul Sani it could even be Rabiul Awal for that matter. It will not make a difference. The Hajj will be mardood. You have to do it. Hajj is adaw arkan and mafsoosa. As, uh, so, um, so there's specific arkan that have to be performed by visiting the house of Allah Ta'ala and uh, in the in a specific days. Al-Hajju Ashurum Ma'lumat Fabna Faradha Feehina Al-Hajja Fala Rafata Wala Fasuq Ila Akhir Ilai Ila Qul Hiya Right? The time has been, uh, the purpose of the moon is to determine the month and the purpose of the month Allah Ta'ala says, they ask you about the hilal, say it is a means of determining when the hajj should occur. So hajj is in the ayam of the Hajja. You can't do it anytime, anytime else. You can't do it anywhere else. You'll say, oh, there's a lot of people in the, by the Kaaba, so let me do hajj in, um, in, uh, in Chicago, in Miami, in Fort Lauderdale. So, you, you, or Houston, or wherever, you cannot do your Hajj anywhere else. You have to do your Hajj in al in, in Mukarramah. Likewise, the Salah, that is an extreme example. But um, there are different acts of worship. The, the local masjid, in the, in the past, every single Ali would have a local masjid, which not necessarily they would perform the Jum'a prayer, but they would perform the five times daily prayer. Having multiple masajid, nearby masajid, is desirable for those who come five times a day so it, they would be in walkable distance then you would ha- so that is a five times a day congregational worship then uh, in every neighborhood several streets put together they would have a bigger masjid which was known as al-jami in arabic and it becomes uh, in urdu they say jami masjid but that is al-jami and al-jami is that which gathers the people jamaa ijma means together, and that which gathers them together is the al-jami so the jami is a masjid where they would perform the juma prayer so the whole neighborhood they meet once a week. The brothers uh, on the street meet every week, every day, five times. Then the whole neighborhood they come together uh, every week, and then the entire city they would have the Eid twice a year. Now uh, there would not necessarily be any structure uh, which is designed and built such that the whole city can uh, be encompassed within it, can can be can pray within it can fit in it simply so therefore they would pray outside the city and this is known as Musalla Al Eid and Rasulullah also he, he left the Masjid Nabi we went out to perform the eighth prayer where the Masjid al-Ghamama is today and Urdu they call it Eid Gah for example so the Eid Gah, the Musalla Al Eid is other than the Masjid outside so this is the twice a year the whole city gets together and then annually the entire ummah gets together in Hajj. Now in these collective ibadat, if a person says that, uh, I don't want anyone to know, because this is what I learned. I don't want anyone to know. Otherwise, if people will find out, then I will not be sincere. And then he leaves the amal. Uh, then now he has done mukhalifah of the sunnah of Rasulullah And depending on which amal he's leaving, he could end up being haram to makruh. So, di- there are different things he can end up leaving, leaving Hajj all the way to uh, leaving the Sahaba Jama'ah. So, therefore, in those actions which must be done or which have been mandated to be done collectively, we have to perform them collectively. But while we are performing them, we make the niyyah that this is the sunnah of Rasulullah to perform it collectively. That's why I'm here. There's so many other benefits, creating the stronger community, developing the brotherhood. And when we see someone is missing, then we pay attention and say, oh, why is he not here? We go and make fikr and have concern for them. Um, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves that we worship him together. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> Rabbul Alameen, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, Maliki, Right? Only you do we all worship together. It's not Iyaka A'abudu wa Iyaka Asta'in, rather, which would mean only you I worship and only your help I seek. Rather it's Iyaka Na'abudu wa Iyaka nastain. Only you do we worship together, O Allah. And only from you we all seek your help. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves to see his creation doing ibadah together. So that component is there too. But when a person is performing ibadah and others are seeing him, um, then it is a test. That's what the struggle is about. Not to let that affect a person. Not to let that uh, enter into a person's intention. But to completely ignore it and and to uh, say that, oh Allah, whether others are watching me or not, it does not make any difference. In fact, if a person leaves an amal, amal, he leaves the amal out of um, this fear that others may see my amal, and by seeing my amal, uh, they may begin to respect me, or they may begin to think that I'm showing off. And they may say, look at this person is showing off, so therefore I will not do the amal. Uh, then this is completely a misapplication and misunderstanding. In fact, uh, ironically, this is riyah itself. How is it riyah when a person left the amal because of the fear others are seeing him? Then this not only is incorrect and not only is it is a false understanding, it's a mistake in understanding, but it's actual riyah. The reason it's riyah is because just like a person doing an amal because others are watching, likewise leaving the Amal because others are watching uh, is uh, defined as Riyah the opposite of which is Ikhlas meaning a person has absolutely no consideration if people are watching or not that's just not even part of the equation the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching is such a uh, overriding concern and it is the most important thing in his mind the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching me, it so overpowers his mind his, and his subconscious mind and conscious mind is so overwhelmed by the fact that he is in the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that he does not have any room to even for a moment think about the fact that others may be there, may be watching, may not be watching. It's just, it's just not his concern whatsoever. This is the reality of This is the reality of ikhlas. So many people get tricked by this. They say that, oh, I would like to, uh, for example, wear the hijab, but then people are going to think that I'm trying to be pious. And I'm trying to put a false image, whereas I'm not that pure of heart internally. So therefore, I don't want to give a false image. I would like to keep a beard and follow the sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and try to emulate him. However, people may think that I'm trying to show off my piety. and I'm trying to act like I'm more pious than I am. So you, what, what, what's happening in all these scenarios, you're worried about what other people are going to say. And that worry about what other people are going to say and what they're going to think, if it motivates you to do the amal is riya, if it motivates you to not do the amal is also riya. So what other people are going to say is not inconsequential, It absolutely has no bearing on the matter. Rather what should be our single primary and only concern is what, what Allah is going to say. So this is the reality. The madhun the dhammun nas, the, the people's praise and the people's blaming should be equal in our eyes. Now, these are very, very difficult things to achieve. That is why I said from right from the beginning, this is the first thing we need to focus on and perhaps the last thing we will ever be able to achieve. I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives me and you and all of us the tawfiq to at least um, begin to see you know, where we are and where our objective should be, and how far we are on this journey, and how far we are away from the, uh, from the conclusion of the journey. And as long as we are uh, worried about our niya, as long as we are concerned about it, as long as we continue to um, doubt ourselves, um, not to go so extreme that we uh, completely invalidate our actions and say they are worthless. nor to become so complacent as if the actions are guaranteed acceptance but to be in the middle والخوف, the reality of Iman is between hope and fear وطماعا, they invoke their Lord with fear of rejection and hope of acceptance you have to balance it Rasulullah said do not belittle the good deed and say it's not worth anything nor do you become so confident that you are guaranteed acceptance but to always be hoping in acceptance and fearing rejection. So, losing complete hope is kufr. Do not lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Losing hope in the mercy of Allah is, is kufr. And regarding our amal to be 100% accepted is a sign that it is rejected. This is a very powerful statement that our elders make, Mashaykh have said, that the one who is confident that he is mukhlis, let him be confident he is not mukhlas. Let To unpack that for a moment as we conclude, he is the one who is confident that he is sincere, let him be confident he is insincere. What that means is, a person is so sure of himself, he says that undoubtedly, one hundred percent, there is no riya in this. Meaning, this amal is so mukhlis. So he is, this is a sign of ujab. Meaning he is uh, he is so pleased with his own action that this is there's no way there's any there's any chance of uh, any percentage of um, admixture and pollution in my niya because I am the most sincere person my heart is so clean so he's so confirmed he's so sure of himself uh, means that that person is lacking sincerity so then who who is sincere then at the end of the day if everyone's insincere sincere one is the one who is doubting his niya. So this is this is example of the Sahaba This is an example of the Sahaba. The example of Rasulullah is a bit different. Um, he couldn't be doubting himself to in the extent that is uh, am I going to enter Jannah or not? I don't know. Could you believe that? What do you think? No. Because um, just like we believe in la ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah Rasulullah, he is the Rasul of Allah, this is our kalima, right? so th- he, this was also his kalima, And as we say wa 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 he also had to believe in the same articles of faith. So he had to believe in his own risalah, right? he had to believe he is the Rasul of Allah. He could not doubt that, could he have any doubt? right? So he did not have any doubt that he is Muhammad bin Abdullah, is the Rasul Allah, he is the and he is Sayyidul Awwaleen Al akhirin he is the Afdal Al-Khalqi Ajma'een. He had the belief in that. He ha- and he had to have the belief in that. He could not have any doubt in it. However, the way he remained humble is because he would look at the greatness of Allah and the azmat of Allah. And then he would look at his endeavors being the best of the creation. And you'd find a significant gap in between. Because he is the best of the creation, but he is a creation and Allah is the creator. So the creation can never fulfill the right of the creator. So by looking at that gap and if you may call deficiency not, it's not a deficiency it's humanly the highest possible achievement but there is a gap between what the creation can, set, can present and what the creator deserves so that is why he used to say Oh Allah, I have not worshipped you the way you deserve to be worshipped so that's the angle of his humbleness however there was no humbleness from the side of I don't know if I will make it to Jannah or not he had yaqeen, that Allah has granted him Nabuah and he believes in the Quran, he believes in the hadith that Allah has inspired me so he had the he knew Adam. I am the leader of all the children of Adam and I'm not proud of it and القيامة the pre- the flag of Hamd will be in my hand on the day of Qiyamah. and allah will grant me Shafa on the day of Qiyamah. and the keys of jannah will be in my hand on the day of judgment على حتى verily jannah is haram upon all the Anbiya until i enter it و إنها على حتى أدخلها Ummati, and it is haram upon all the nations until my nation enters it. So he believed in all of these things, right? So he had yaqeen But otherwise, right after him, from the Sahaba onwards, they continued to doubt themselves right till the end, right till the end. And then, if you say, well, don't they believe that uh, it isn't mentioned in the Hadith that a Sahabi, or mentioned in the Quran that Allah has forgiven the Sahaba? That those who are the Muhajirun, those who are the Ansar, um the Sahaba, Allah is pleased with them, Allah has prepared Jannah for them, they will enter it, and that, this is the Fawzil Azim, the greatest success. So they are guaranteed that in the Quran. So don't they fall in the same category that they should have no reason for doubt. Yes, all of these ayats are there for Sahaba. Yeah, well they are a Sahabi. No, not necessarily so until you die. Because the definition of a Sahabi is the one who dies on Iman. So until, until the soul leaves the body on Iman, now it's confirmed he's a Sahabi. Until then, you, know, you don't know how you're going to die. That's why uh, one of the Kibar Tabi'in, he said he, men- he met 30 Sahaba meeting one Sahabi is sufficient to make a person a tabi'i. He met 30 Sahaba and he said, Kulluhum, each one of the 30 I met, they were always having fear of their Khatimah. That how will I die? Because if I die with Iman, then I'm included among the Sahaba. And if I die without Iman, not, it doesn't, does it make you the next rank, you become a tabi'i? Or a tabi'i? No, dying without Iman means yeah, the opposite extreme. النار, eternally in the fire of Jahannam. So they are such people who existed who um, accepted Islam in the time of Rasulullah Sallallahu uh, even on the hand of Rasulullah and then they, they became murtad, they became apostate either they fell into, uh, they went back to shirk those who became the mani'een of zakat said we don't want to give zakat in the khilafah of Abu Bakr Siddiq in fact this, that whole series of campaigns are known as the ridda wars all the murtaddeen he fought against you have Musaylama, Al-Kadhab, you have Tuleiha, you have and I See anasi all these false prophets popping up, those going back straight to shirk. So some of them had accepted Islam on the hands of Rasulullah and others had accepted Islam in the era of Rasulullah but without directly meeting him. And so will we say these are some Sahaba died with Iman and some became mortal? We won't say some Sahaba became mortal because they're out of the definition of being a Sahabi to begin with. we will say some people who accepted Islam died without Islam. They're not Sahaba. Sahabi is the one who died with iman. So that is why they were always fearing themselves. Sayyidina Umar bin Khattab anhu. sometimes what happens is that if there's um, specific virtues also mentioned, it's not that they doubted those virtues, but the fear they had of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was so ghalib that they would not recall those virtues. But if they were reminded, they would, they would uh, believe it. It's ajeeb. Um Yani, Rasulullah had no doubt because he's a prophet of Allah, he believes in the Quran. The Sahabi, for example, he also has doubting because he doesn't know if I'll die a Sahabi or not. Then you'll say, what about if his name is taken and he's given a specific virtue? So in those cases, the fear of Allah is so overpowering that he forgets about, he forgets about those virtues. But then he, when he's reminded, he says, yes, you are right, I must admit, I must accept. Right? So, um, for this is on such an opposite spectrum it's hard for us to relate to so to give an example we can relate to is that we know that Allah is watching and then we forget and he commits sins because of the ghalaba of Shahwa, our desires overpower us then hopefully when we are reminded we say yes, yes yes I need to stop sinning this is the opposite side like وَإِذَا فَعَلُوا فَاحِشَةً when they commit an obscene act that affects themselves only oh, ظلموا, uh, uh, when such an act which affects others like a zulm on someone else or they wrong themselves so there's two types of sin one is a sin that you impact yourself one is a sin you impact others both are mentioned and uh, you, you violate the haqq of uh, the creation of Allah you're doing zulm on others and you violate your own hāq. Uh, the haqq of Allah upon you. That's that's when you're harming yourself. When happens, they remember Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. they remember Allah Subhanahu wa Taala Then who uh, they seek forgiveness from Allah. So this is when you Shaba overpowers a person. Then he remembers Allah, he stops. So likewise, the hope of Allah overpowers a person. This will resolve this um, question of how they reject it, how they reject the Hadith about their virtue. About their own virtue, like Umar was leading the Fajr Salah, Firouz Abu Lu'lu attacks him with a dagger. Now, how many ahadiths there are about the virtues of Umar? If there would be Nabi after me, it would be Umar. Wisdom springs forth from the tongue of Umar. And Umar has a house in Jannah, and I went, I went there in Jannah and, and Rasulullah said, the angel said this is for a young strong man of the Quraysh. So then I thought it was my home. Then they said, no, this is Umar bin Khattab. So I did not enter because I knew your ghaira, your sense of honor. Umar said, Ya Rasulullah, why you do not enter my home? So the fact he has a palace in Jannah is mentioned in, in, in the hadith, right? So many virtues. But when he was bleeding to death and his son Abdullah bin Umar took his head and put it in his lap, and he said, Oh Abdullah, put my head on the ground. And then he started uh, dragging his head in the dirt. And he said, woo oh, destruction unto you unless your Allah forgives you. Um and you read the ayah. That the great abode in Jannah is for those who do not seek greatness on the earth and nor do they do corruption. And the best ending is for those who fear Allah. The, what he was indicating is I was a ruler. Perhaps I had this intention to be great on the land. So he, he forgot, right, at that moment. Just like we forget about Allah and we, our Shahwa is ghalib, and his khuf was ghalib. But when we are reminded, fear Allah, we, inshallah we stop. Likewise, Abdullah bin Abbas came. Not, he's not reminding him, Allah, fear Allah, he's reminding him, remember your virtue. <laughs> so he gives him all his virtues. Didn't the Prophet say this, say this, say this, about not about sahaba, then you say, I don't know if I'm a sahabi. No, 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 about you Umar bin Khattab Your name he said this Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I should fear Allah He will say He will say Oh yeah, 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 I need to believe in that So then Then at the end he said Okay, if all those virtues are there But then I have also all these sins So what do I do? I hope that These virtues are such That they match out my sins So all these credits You are mentioning Can maybe balance out My, my, my minuses My debits And it's equivalent then that would be a great deal subhanallah so may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the breakfast is ready inshallah may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq uh, to uh, continue to fear him fear rejection and hope for acceptance continue to have sincerity in our actions wa akhru da'wana alhamdulillahirabbil <laughs> alamin bismillahir rahmanir rahim alhamdulillah alhamdulillahirabbil alamin allahumma salli ala sayidina muhammad wa ala ali sayidina muhammad mubarak wa sallam. allahumma barik ala muhammad wa ala ali muhammad mubarak wa sallam. يا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين أسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بير والسلامة من كل إثن لا تدع لنا قام مقام هذا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هم إلا فرشته ولا كربا إلا نفسته ولا دين إلا قضيته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا مجاهدا إلا نصرته وإياك يا رب العالمين ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا والاخره هي لك ولنا فيها صلاح الا اعنتنا على قضائها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا اكرم الاكرامين اللهم انا نسالك واعلم تغفر لنا وترحمنا الا نكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا انت سبحانك ان كنا من الظالمين لا اله الا انت سبحانك ان كنا من الظالمين لا اله الا انت سبحانك ان كنا من الظالمين اللهم طهر قلوبنا من النفاق وأعمالنا من الرّياء الكذب وأعيننا من فإنك تعلم خائنة الأعين وما الصدور. Allah forgive this gathering, Ya Alameen. O Allah, Allahu, oh Allahu grant us إخلاصاً and T, إن Ya Rabbi al Allah O oh Allah purify our hearts from Ya Alameen, and Ajab Grant us the reality of and ihsan, Ya al oh Allah, oh Allah, oh Allah, oh Allah, all those brothers who are and sisters of this Ummah who are undergoing grave difficulties, unparalleled. Oh Allah, Lulmin atrocities, oh Allah, oh Allah, come to their aid, Ya oh Allah, O oh Allah, answer the calls of the oppressed ones, Ya Allah, al O oh Allah, O oh Allah, guide the Muslim leaders and throughout the world, O oh Allah, to wake up to their duty, they will be questioned by you on the Day of Judgment. Create this sense of, O oh Allah, accountability and fear of, of the Day of Judgment within them, that they act to defend and work towards the defense of uh, of the defenseless, Ya Rabbal Alameen. O oh Allah, O oh Allah, O oh Allah, all the Muslim countries of the world are standing by on the sidelines and uh, and. And 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 not taking any action, and the world is watching all these uh, the unparalleled them taking place. O oh Allah, 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 guide them to the right path, Ya O oh Allah, O oh Allah, grant us such Muslim leaders that will make the right judgments and right decisions, Ya Rabbi Al O oh Allah, O oh Allah, when whatever sins we have committed that have brought such rulers upon us and such conditions upon us, O oh Allah, allow us to make tawbah from our sins, Ya Rabbi Allow us to, O oh Allah, O oh Allah, turn towards you in mass repentance, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Allahumma raddana ila l-Islam raddin jameelan, Ya Rabbul Alameen. O Allah, despite all of these warnings, despite all of these tragedies, if we continue to persist in our ghafla, in our heedlessness, in our, in, in our disobedience, O oh Allah, then we have no one to blame but ourselves. O oh Allah, wake us up from this pitiful condition that we have come to, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Subhana rabbika, rabbil izzat, amma yasifoon, wa salaamun al